Welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black mental health podcast. I am your host, Kataso Fridge, a Florida-based therapist. This podcast focuses on mental health, stigmas, and social injustices that affect the Black community. This podcast was created to bring awareness about mental health and can be used as an educational guide, but this is not to be used as a replacement for seeking help from a therapist. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hi, welcome to Silent Symptoms, a Black Mental Health Podcast. So guys, I know I have been missing in action for the past couple of weeks. My apologies. Every time Tuesday came around or Thursday came around and I didn't post my podcast, I had this shadow of guilt because I know that you guys really look forward to hearing from me on this podcast. And some of you guys have been reaching out to me and asking me, where are you? So life has been happening and, you know, having a podcast is like having a second job. So you have to dedicate time for it. And when time is really constricted, it's really difficult to you know, include it a little bit. So what I've decided to do is that, you know, when I know that life is going to get the best of me, I'm going to record a couple of episodes ahead of time so that I won't have a lapse in my podcast. I know I've done very well um, for the first 20 weeks. I really didn't skip any weeks. So this is going to be my consistent week to come and I'm gonna make sure that I stay on top of it until the end of the year I know that you guys are looking forward to hearing from me so today I wanted to talk about sisterhood so sisterhood is super important to me I am just a lover of women a lover of seeing brown girls get together a lover of you know support so the reason why I wanted to talk about sisterhood. You know, I've been going through a lot of life transitions and having to move and things like that. So during the process, you know, trying to figure out, you know, um, who can I connect with as far as sisterhood and moving to different locations and doing different things. So I realized, um, like sometimes I'm a part of um, a group called Black Girls in Social Work. So shout out to Dequa. She is the president and CEO of Black Girls in Social Work. She literally has built this group from ground up and has made sure that all the black girls get together and so we can network. So when I started on Black Girls in Social Work, I pretty much, you know, reached out to different people and you know I really am relentless in the group I make sure that I post some things that are beneficial to black girls and social work and you know in my life I'm all about accountability so I posted in the group about the importance of sisterhood the importance of us sharing different things with each other so my thing is that in that group we always have some type of collaboration with each other when people have questions we try to answer them as best as possible to the best of our ability so in that group um you know they they have a mentorship portion of it where you can mentor other women and I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit of how I wrote and what I wrote on my status in just a minute like in like five minutes to come so I wanted to talk about sisterhood sisterhood is extremely important because to some capacity we all need each other in some form whether it's um support in a career support in real life we all need some type of sisterhood when we're going through things or just when we want people to connect with and hang out with and sometimes that we live in a climate where we feel like we're each other's competition 
So when you have sisters, you really don't have to compete with your sisters. What you do is you learn from your sisters, you get information from your sisters, and you share that information with them as well. So like for instance, I say that like even for my podcast, so when I first thought about podcasting, I didn't know where to begin because it's really difficult to you know start a podcast, especially when you don't know um, where you're going to go with it. You just know what topics you want to talk about and what's important to you. So I started to do a lot of research and I wanted to do one about black mental health. As you guys see, here I am. And I was looking at um, black girls podcasts or black girl in social work or black girl mental health or black mental health. Those are the types of things that I was like looking at in order for me to start my podcast. And while I was doing that and I kept running into, you know, different black women who have their own podcasts and I felt like that was very important because let's think about it. Like if they didn't pave the way for me or, you know, other black women, I would have known where to begin and how to start a podcast or what topics I need to focus on or what's already been done. What do I need to do in order to create my own lane? So, you know, I was thinking, I was like, dang, like, I started reaching out to a lot of people, you know, about podcasts, black males, black, um, black women. And I was reaching out to see if they were willing to collaborate with me on this podcast. And when I tell you guys, I will say 99% of all the black women that I, you know, reached out to reach back to me. They were like, of course, I would love to be on your podcast. This will be an opportunity for me or, you know, I would love to help you in some form, in some shape. And to me, that was really important. I was going out on a limb because if I didn't have my sisters and my, these black and brown women coming to me, embracing me and saying, hey, I would, let, I, I, I would like to be on your podcast and talk about something that's really important to me as a black woman or something that would be beneficial for other black women. So when we look at things from other perspectives, because a lot of times we like to look at things from how we can gain from the situation. But if we have a sisterhood, we could see how other women can gain. As much as I wanted to, you know, people to be on my podcast, it's never really about me. It's always been about like, what can I do to help the next black woman, black, black man or people who aren't even black or brown? How can I advance the agenda of black mental health? How can I advance the agenda of mental health? Right. And me having guests on my podcast is only beneficial for the people who are going to be retaining that information, the people who are going to be listening, right? So if I, when I started to look at things from a lens of this is not for me, this is beyond me, this is above me. So I'm going to, you know, use myself as somebody's olive branch, basically. I'm going to be the one that carries on this information but this is not for me this is for other people and in the process obviously I've learned a lot of things about you know mental health and the importance of you know different topics so like infant loss or um, how mental health affects people in various capacities you know I've been learning a lot of different things and how we can you know improve as black women and you know black men and um, if I would have had people who didn't want to share information with me where would I be if I didn't have people who are willing to come on my podcast and share the information with the masses where would I be
So I've always also like extended myself to other people, even when they didn't need it. I've always told my friends, you know, if you need something, just let me know. Or when they call me and they tell me they're going through this situation, I'm always there for them. Even like four days later, I'm, I'm that friend who says, hey, how are you holding up? Are you okay? Because we're so used to us um, internalizing things in our lives and we aren't really looking at, you know, other people. We don't really check up on them after they have that conversation with us about things that are happening in their life that are negative and, you know, they need us to be there for them. I always remember because, you know, what I reference is when I was in a dark place before, like I wanted my friends to reach out to me and say, hey, are you okay? Because sometimes when we feel like we're always reaching out to our friends, we feel like I'm probably bothering them. And they probably are sick of me calling them four or five times so I can vent about the situation, about how I feel like I'm, emotional, I'm emotionally dis- dysregulated. So if my friends reached out to me, that made my day because now I feel like I'm not bothering anyone. I'm able to you know, share my feelings in such a way to where my friends are available. And I read something really important and I started using it with my friends. And, you know, I have done well with trying to stay away from um, bogging people down with my issues if I have some because we never know what the other person is going through on the receiving end. So I read the status. It was like, oh, my friend and I have a rule basically saying that if they're um before they actually share information with their friend that could be mentally uh detrimental or emotionally dysregulating they ask them hey are you emotionally available for me to share information about x y and z that allows the friend on the other receiving end to make the decision to say, hey, okay, I'm okay with you sharing this information. Because as much as we think that we're going through things, when we share information about the things that are troubling in our lives, we're actually wearing the next person down because they worry about us or they're just taking on information that they're not ready for. So if we allow them that platform to make a decision, then we're making sure that their mental health is fine and is not being you know interrupted so I feel like that's really important and that's part of sisterhood so we have to look out after each other before we think about ourselves we have to think about our sisters and another thing is that like we have to provide each other with mentorship like if I know something and I'm for instance, if my friend decided to say tomorrow, I want to create a podcast on black mental health. Can you help me or do you have any information? Sisterhood is yes, yes. This is what I know. Number one, these are the things that I feel like I should have known or the things that I could have done differently. Because as much as we feel like there's not enough room for everyone there is definitely enough room for everyone to eat we cannot be um misled by others to think that there's not enough seats at the table for us think about like you're only just as good as your next sister you're only as good as the information that you share so 
we have to really think about like how we're sharing information with other people so if my friend comes up to me and says i want to do this black mental health podcast thing that you're doing like can you help me yeah absolutely so if i tell her hey sis this what i I would have done differently this is what you need to do hey you could shadow me for a day when i'm shooting my podcast so that you could have an idea of what um is required to do this podcast And then there's a difference between being this sister. Yeah, it's okay for you to do a podcast, but um, I'm going to just give you a little bit of information. So they don't tell you that part. They'll say telling you like the most basic information so that they watch you struggle because they don't want any competition. So we have to understand that when we share information with our sisters, it's not competition. So if you share information kind of like this, I mean, yeah, I can help you, but um. I don't know. It was hard. Do you think that you have the time for it? I don't know. You need to think about it before you make a decision because I wish I would have thought about it. You don't have any equipment. I don't think you're ready to start. See what that turns into. That is what kills sisterhood. We have to be able to provide that balance for each other. Because at the end of the day, she may have information for me that I don't even know as a podcaster or as a black woman. So it's always important to share information. So I may need her for something else. I may need her. She she probably has like 10,000 followers and I may need her information. Like, hey, how did you get all those followers? And this is becomes a collaboration because this is a sisterhood. This is not a competition. And we are forced into thinking that we are in competition with each other when we need each other. We are each other's pillars. When you have a pillar of strength, when you have a support system, when you have a mentorship, when you have a relationship with your sister, you won't have to worry about people coming in and disrupting what you have going on. Because at the end of the day, if you are a pure person at heart, there is nothing that will ever miss you. I've had plenty of friends ask me how I've done certain things in my life. I've never been one to withhold information because I don't want any competition, withhold information because I don't want her to be better than me, withhold information because um, I want her to fail. What gain is there? Because if my sister, if they don't get it from me, they don't get it from somebody else. If my sister cannot win in my presence, then I don't need to be there to call them my sister or I don't need to be there to call them my friend. So when we have that relationship with our sisters, we won't have to worry about that. And, uh, you know, having those friends and you also have to watch out when you have friends and you know they're doing amazing at something and they fail to share that information with you or you have a feeling that they withholding information. Be sure to take a mental note about the things that you you allow into your life. So the type of friends that you allow into your life. So if you feel like at any point your friend, you know, is, is, is not trying to give you proper advice or your friend is not being supportive of you or your friend is not doing things a friend should do. Pay attention to that. And this is why we also have to treat friendships like a relationship. If friends are not um, providing you that sense of security or the sense of loyalty you have to choose better friends and this is not saying and and this is not coming from a therapeutic standpoint this is coming from a personal standpoint when we look at things from that lens 
things will be much better because sometimes we tend to allow our friends to run all over us our friends to talk bad about us and treat us like crap and then we wonder why are we in the predicaments that we're in every single day so we have to learn how to have that perfect balance between being a friend And, you know, providing information to the people that we love. Because to love you is to share with you. To love you is to respect you. To love you is to not withhold information. To love you is not to want to see you lose because I feel like I need to be ahead. We've all come to a point where we've worked hard for certain things. And sometimes it is kind of like, what if she's better than me? So what? So what? Your friend is allowed to be better than you in some capacity. And if you continue to um, work on your craft, you could be just as good or better in another area. Sometimes people's callings are. um, How can I put it? Sometimes people's callings are. um, How can I say? I want to say like, so when you have a calling, right, you may not get it at first. So it takes one person to do it and then to get that information from the next and then the person becomes a natural. Kind of like acting. So when some people don't know how to act but they feel like they want to know how to act and or they don't have the confidence and their friend is already acting and their friend shows them how to get gigs and they get in there and they kill the game. But the friend is still on, on on the same playing field at the beginning stages. But the other friend that they shared information with It's already 30 feet ahead. Well, that may be the friend's calling. You know what I mean? So when you you put your friend in a winning position, they're more inclined to put you in a winning situation. So if they become the best actor, they can introduce you to the people that will give you that opportunity to win. And this becomes a thing to where, as people will ask, what if they don't do that for me? Well, those are the people you should have eliminated in your life. And then if you find that out, that your friends want you to lose then we have to chalk that one up. We have to say, okay, well, this current situation was not for me as far as a friendship, and these are the type of people that I do not want in in my life. And sometimes we may end up in the position where we are that good friend that gets, you know, messed over. And then we may be that bad friend that messes other people over. So that comes with self-evaluation and the types of things that we want in our lives, the types of people we want in our lives and the things that we want for ourselves. So we have to be able to analyze ourselves as well when we are providing that sisterhood, right? So when we have sisters who are genuine, when we have people who want to create that circle of safety and the reason another reason why it's so important for us to have a sisterhood is that accountability. I said in 2019, I'm going to be I'm talking about accountability and accountability partners. Having accountability partners is so amazing. So I have this thing where I check on my friends and say, hey, are you accountable today? And I ask them, okay, what have you done today that you told me you wanted to do? And I know I mentioned this in in a prior podcast. This is still going on because as a sister, I want somebody to hold me accountable for the things that I said I would do. Because think about the moment when we say, hey, I want to go to the gym and then We keep going to the gym and then one day we slip and then two days we slip, three days we slip and our friends are letting us slip. They know that you should be in the gym doing the things that you said you would do. But if we don't have accountability partners, sometimes we end up falling in that hole. 
and we forget where we're supposed to be. Now, it's not the friend's responsibility, but it's nice to have those accountability partners because at some point I was personal, personally training my friends and sometimes I did not want to get up. But the fact that my friend, I knew that my friends were going to be there or my friend was going to be there, I would get up and go to that gym and that would be the best thing for me, right? And they had the same thought process. Okay, Kay's going to be there when I get to the gym, so I might as well get up and go there, even on my lazy days. So that's the thing about, you know, sisterhood, that accountability that we provide for each other and networking and creating all these wonderful memories. But accountability comes with that. Like being a friend comes with some type of responsibility to, you know, the people we, we, we call our friends. This is not just a free ride. Just we have just like we have expectations for, you know, our partners when we're in a relationship, we have to have those expectations within our friends. And this is not saying pressure, but you know what type of friends that you want in our in your life in general, right? So we also have to remember that, you know, sisterhood is just more than just networking and going out with friends and hanging out and power and and hanging out and just doing what you want to do. So like I said, mentorship is really important as well in creating a dynamic in a friendship. Like, you know, I have friends who want to do certain things that I've done before and I provide information as much information as I can, because at the end of the day, I wouldn't be here because I didn't get here by my own self. There was that one person that was there for me. There was that one person that made sure that I got to where I needed to get to in some form. I got this, y'all. But there is somebody had to hire me on in order for me to be where I am, right? So we have to look at things in that perspective. And we, we, we can't think that we're above something because at the end of the day, we're not. One day I may need information from you know, for my friends. And if I'm the type of friend that's known for withholding information, then who wants to share with me? I mean, I can't have that expectation of my friends, you know, if we're not going to, if I'm not going to do that. So we have to literally work together and create that beautiful, beautiful relationship. I cannot tell you how many times I have, you know, shared information with the people around me and the type of relationships that I have with my friends are not like I can't. They're untouchable, basically, because I have opened myself up to people in the most genuine way and they feel like they could open up to me. And I've also been known to be that friend that says, all right, you're being a terrible friend right now. So let me just exit stage left. And when you feel like, you know, reinventing yourself and becoming a stand up woman, because I feel like black women, Nubian princesses, we're amazing. So we always have to work together. And honestly, if I really want to be frank and honest, sometimes black women, we compete with each other entirely too much. That intergenerational trauma of having to compete with your mom, your sister, your aunts, and your cousins. That time is up. 
And we have to come to a realization that, you know, we're not in that time anymore. And, you know, your mama, your mama issues have to go. Your mama treating you badly because you, she, she, she told you, she told you that you feel like you, you're too pretty or your sister that wasn't there for you. We have to be beyond that because at the end of the day, if we've had people in our lives that have hurt us to the point where we can't even be genuine to the point where we can't even share with other people, there's a problem. There's a problem there. So like I told you guys in this black girl in social work group, I shared something that got a lot of share, a lot of shares because of how much it resonated with a lot of people. So this is what I said. So I posted this in black girls and social work. I said, some people don't want to share information with you because they find you as a threat. Whenever possible, share a wealth of information with your brothers or sisters. We can only go up from here. There's room for all of us. If someone asks for job leads, share. If they want information about private practice, share. Sharing is caring and it will never hurt you because a pure heart will never lose. When you withhold information, you'll never flourish to the next level. Peace and blessings. Do you understand that I wrote that? Do you understand that little bit of information is so important? There is room for all of us. When I said us, I capitalized that. I completely hope that when you guys hear this podcast, and this is for my brothers and my sisters, when you hear this podcast, Understand that this is coming from a place of love. We always have to love ourselves and then love others. Because once we reach within ourselves and understand that this world was not just for us, it's for other people too. We're we're put on this earth to be beyond ourselves. We're put on this earth as a vessel for other people. So when we are creating a sisterhood, we're creating a vessel because it's something like paying it forward. When I have been blessed with this platform to be able to share this information, I could bless another sister by sharing that information so she could be a vessel for somebody else. Do we understand how de- how, how important that is? Do we understand how detrimental it can be to the sisterhood when we feel like we are above other people and we can't share with them because we want to be the only ones winning? Do we understand that there's something called karma to, to the point where if, if, if you so much as do the wrong thing, it's going to come back full circle. There is a level of respect that we have to have for our sisters. That level of respect comes from us being genuine, providing our sisters with love, providing them with respect, right? So we don't need to forget the reasons why we have a sisterhood, right? And we have a sisterhood, you know, to the point where we share all the information with each other. We we share secrets. Um, we travel together. We do different things. Every sister has a different place in our hearts, right? We have all those friends who we, we call to hang out with at the house. We have friends that we call to go out with. We have friends that we call to uh, travel with. We have friends that we call to, to go out to eat. So every friend has their own reason and their own place in our lives. And we have to designate those things or things just fall into place just the way that they are. 
So whenever possible, please share information with your sisters, love your sisters, hug your sisters, and create that dynamic to where you feel like you cannot lose. Because if you have your sister that has your back, a sister that has your front, and your two sisters that have your side, you will never lose. So I thank you guys for tuning in and being patient with me throughout this transition. Uh, this is Katasso Fridge. Um, please make sure you guys share this podcast, like, share, subscribe, and leave me a comment about how you think the podcast is going and the topics that I am going to miss or I have missed. So thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. You can catch us on Anchor and all your favorite media streams. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Silent Symptoms Podcast. Let us know if you have any feedback or topics that you would like to hear.